Alright, hello. Welcome to Chicago Beer Geeks Podcast. This is episode number six. And today we are at Prairie Crafts Brewery in Buffalo Grove, Illinois. And I'm Dan. What's up? I'm Nick. I'm Allie. Bob. And I'm Matt. I'm the brewer here at Prairie Crafts. Matt is a head brewer at Prairie Crafts, or are you the only brewer? I'm the only brewer. He is the only brewer. So when you come here and have his awesome beer, you can thank Matt. Um, or what we were told to call you, I forget. I already I forgot. Uh, big, we were, big Bear. We were told to call Bear, him Big Bear. Yeah. So when you come yeah. here, make sure you call him Big Bear. So, because apparently he really enjoys that. There's he three, gives great hugs. <laughs> three people that will understand what that means. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, we come out to uh, we started coming out to some locations and just talking to brewers or owners or whoever actually will talk to us. So today we're here. Um, drinking a lot of their great beers already. We've started drinking about an hour ago, so and should this, be pretty good. This is a relatively new brewery to the Chicagoland area. Um, I know one of the things we'd like to touch on more, but their one-year anniversary is coming up on the 15th, uh, so it, it, is, it is fresh. It is new new to the area. But uh, and Today that we're filming this is April 2nd, 2017, in case you're watching this yeah. next year for some reason. Although, if you are watching this next year, then it's probably their second anniversary coming up, so you want to hit that party regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about the brewery and when you started brewing. Uh, so yeah, Prairie Crafts, as you mentioned, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary. Um, our owners, uh, you know, were longtime home brewers that that got that bug and and took the leap, and um, it's worked so far for them. We're here. We're coming up uh, on one year. We're celebrating that uh, with a, an event. Um, Food trucks, bands, bottle release, all that fun, fun stuff that people want to do. So the owners being home, home brewers, are any of the beers on draft original recipes of theirs, or is everything? Uh, yeah. So our three flagships, uh, the Amber Ale, the Pale Ale, and IPA, are all their their homebrew recipes that got scaled up. Um, a couple more things have have worked their worked their way in, and, and we're trying to try some new stuff. Okay, and that, the Amber Ale is the Grove? The, uh, yeah, think? the Grove Amber Ale, Trishel Pale Ale, and Hyrule IPA. Yes, and they're also, I'm drinking the Hyrule IPA, by the way, right now. Obviously, if you're familiar with uh, Zelda, it's not exactly spelled that way, but it's definitely related to that. And then their double IPA is Golden Sword, also another play on Zelda as well, which is a phenomenal double IPA. I would recommend it if you come out here, mm-hmm. as you should. So definitely uh, make your way out here and try their try their different beers. I noticed we're sitting in front of a bunch of barrels. Yeah. So you obviously are barrel aging already, or are these uh, already? Yeah, we're um, so we have uh, 12 bourbon barrels holding a couple different things. Uh, uh, our Amrit barley wine, uh, Varuna Imperial Stout, and. Uh, couple barrels of the uh, anniversary beer that we'll have to bring out at the one and a half year party. Excellent. Yeah, I did try one of their uh, port wine barrel quads earlier um, and one of the cool things that I found out about that just as I was drinking it is that the uh, port wine barrels are sourced locally um, so it sounds yeah. like a lot of the wine barrel age stuff you guys are. Yeah there's a, a vineyard about a mile up uh, the road from us here that we've gotten a few barrels from uh, uh, Valentino Vineyards for those who know the area. Um, yeah, we've grabbed the barrels from them, and, and they're they've been really generous with uh, giving us whatever we need. Excellent. And uh, when you make your way out here, it, it's a little difficult to find. At least I found it that way. Um, Unless you use a GPS. Yeah, GPS will tell you exactly where it is. If it is right, 
but you'll probably pass it by because there's no huge sign. But that's typical with a lot of breweries. They're in industrial parks. Um, when I was talking to one of the owners, and he was telling me that, unfortunately, the village won't necessarily let them change that or the, whoever owns this actual park, industrial park. But uh, well, this, we'll let you have big signs. Yeah, we'll let you have big signs. Yeah. But if you if you look at your GPS and then drive through where it says it is, you'll definitely see it. It's mm -hmm. they do have a when they're open, they have a uh, like a an A card or whatever they call them, the signs out in front with like specials or things going on. Uh, definitely is out there, so that's it's not that difficult to find as long as you do use GPS. And Speaking if you of don't have GPS, I don't know what's wrong. Speaking of specials, uh, there is a macaroni and cheese bake-off going on here today. Yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about that. They're uh, setting up right now as we speak. So, so, so can't report on that yet. It's one of the one of the perks of a job like this is you have to taste macaroni and cheese, I guess. It's, yeah. Do you guys have? I'm not complaining at all about it. Do you have specific beer pairings in mind for the different mac and cheese? Uh, we had one of our regulars telling me a little bit about what he was making. Uh, and he said he had like a seven cheese blend and, and some herbs and and things like that. So, you know, I feel like with that level of cheese and, and heaviness, you're going to need something a little lighter to oh. cut it. So our Saison would go really well with that. Uh, we have a cream mallet I think would go really well with that. Um, nice. What kind of other events do you have here normally? Uh, we do live uh, open mic nights on Mondays. Um, we get some some musical acts in on Saturdays. Uh, last or this past Friday, we had a food truck. We're starting to do a bit more of those um, as we get into summer. Cool. Yeah, they don't have food here. I did notice you have a bunch of menus sitting out from local places to order in. Um, just a lot of breweries are doing that now, or even bars are doing that, where they don't necessarily have food because they just don't have the space for it, or don't want to deal with the regulations sometimes. It's not worth the hassle. Exactly. It's just easier yeah. to help support the local community yeah. and, you know, you're supporting local businesses by offering, you know, them to come, you know, put yeah. their menus out. And uh, it's, it's definitely a good thing to do because then you have, you have a lot of variety too because you can have a pizza or you can get a sandwich or a burger from wherever, you know. And the space it would take to have a kitchen, you can use to store barrels. So. Exactly. Very good point. Yeah, Wayne, speaking on that, I mean, we... So we have a small program going, but we're looking to kind of double that up in the next year. It's it's something we're really going to start a commitment to. You know, Chicago loves barrel-aged beer. We're, yeah. we're trying to be part of that. I think yeah. Bob is almost exclusively barrel-aged beer for the most part. <laughs> uh, if you see his basement, it's all barrel-aged. I'm surprised he doesn't have barrels down there. I'm drinking it. I, I was going to offer to provide storage in my basement if... Uh, if you need, yeah. if you need Chicago it. Chicago Beer Geeks specially <laughs> preserved. Yeah, as long as you can just like tap right into it. Yeah. Just drink directly out of the barrel. And you guys have a growler club here? Uh, yeah, it's uh, you do uh, 10 growlers, the, the next one's a penny. Wow. Uh, so. Is that the mug club or the growler club? Uh, that's separate, that's a growler club. We just started that actually this week. Uh, it's the first, the growler club's okay. first week of it. Um, so yeah, you, you buy 10 growlers, you type your phone number in and and your 11th one's a penny because you know, can't you give away free. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, then we, we have the Mug Club too and that, that gets you a couple cool perks like uh, discounts on, on growler fills and merchandise and mm -hmm. things like that. Nice. Yeah. What are you doing there, Nick? I started with the Pale Ale. Pale Ale? Yeah, what do we call our Pale Ale? Uh, Trishel. Trishel. with Trishel. You guys uh, hit distribution as well? There's a lot of kegs in here. Yeah, we're doing the, the keg thing in bars and restaurants right now. Um, most of our accounts are, are here in the northwest suburbs. Um, we're starting to, to creep down into like the Schaumburg and Rosemont area. Uh, starting to creep up into like the Libertyville, Gurney area. Um, 
but yeah, you said you had Firkin, or somebody said you had Firkin. Yeah, Firkin, Firkin and Timothy O'Toole. So yeah, yeah. And Firkin's one of the top beer bars in the country, I believe. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of hotels in Rosemont. Hotels in Rosemont for all the travelers. Yeah, so by the uh, airport. Kuma's Corner in Schaumburg's got our stuff. Big B's in Arlington Heights has our stuff. Nice. Um, well, what beer are people demanding the most so far? Or uh, is there one that stands out? Grove Amber has really kind of been uh, our bestseller so far. It's a, a nice kind of medium-bodied mosaic amber ale. Um, then the uh, the Abacot Quad is doing really well too for us. So excellent. What uh, what made you get into brewing? Uh, so I was a, a home brewer for for a long time. Um, during that time, I was also working at Binnie's uh, in one of their beer departments, and and place just offered up an internship one day and said, "Hey, we need hands. Do you want to help?" And now we're here. Nice. So, so, and was it Jeremy also worked at, at Benny's? Uh, yeah, Jeremy, uh, our, our graphics guy, media guy, um, he was a, a part-timer at Benny's the same time I was. Um, so I, I stole him a little bit because I knew he does good job. Uh, so it wasn't working at Benny's that got you the uh, Not directly. Uh, I, I'd say the, the Benny's was able to introduce me to a bunch of the brewers and and one of them apparently liked me for some reason. In which venues did you work? Uh, Lake Zurich and then Arlington Heights for a little bit. Nice. Yeah, Lake Zurich I think is the closest to me, unfortunately. You know, but I have a lot of other options too. Yeah. Dan lives in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so. and, you know. But yet I'm in the city every weekend, so yeah. <laughs> that's where I drink most of my beer, is in the city. <laughs> apparently there's something going on. Yeah, they unveiled the neck. So I don't know if it's in the camera view or not. You might be able to see through the window into the actual uh, bar or pub that they have going on there in their tap room. But they have their like they're setting up for the mac and cheese thing, mm-hmm. like Ellie said. There's obviously cheering, and clapping going on too. Yeah. So it must be—is there a competition? Uh, yeah, I think we're doing a, a people's vote on the winner, and they're okay. going to get a nice prize from us. Okay. So I'm actually the the gentleman speaking right now. I'm really excited for his because he was a chef for about 20 years. Oh so. wow! I bet there's like some truffle oil in it or something. I hope so. Yeah, that is the best. I had uh, some tater tots last night that had truffle oil on them. That increased the tater tots desirability of course oh I, I, did, I didn't pay I just I see I had a sample of my friends I think that's the way to go usually thievery is usually yeah thievery <laughs> Allie works by thievery so. yeah. someone actually named a beer called like steal this beer or something I steal this the, beer speaking yeah. of thievery <laughs> yeah that's gonna catch people's eyes yeah like, absolutely yeah so I'm wondering okay. how that would work but yeah. yeah I just obeyed the beer so uh can't rest me. They yeah. told me to. <laughs> and you can come if you're having your own party at home. I noticed on your menu you did have a six barrel and half barrel yep. for sale, so you can come in and get a barrel too. Yeah, you know, for all those beer. all those kegerator cool. owners. Yeah, so come see us. People with kegerators. Yeah, I mean they sell them at like Home Depot now. They do not. Yes, yeah. they do. So easy. <laughs> you yeah. get a kegerator, a mini, basically a mini fridge. Is it pretty much anything that you offer up on? Yeah, anything we have at the time is available to go. Uh, the the only thing I'd say is, uh, you know, we have a couple single barrel things going on that whenever those come, we probably couldn't do. But yeah, um, yeah pretty much anything else is. I know they have uh, available. If you come here, you'll see on their menu and their their list. Is a tier one, tier two, and then I forget what the other one was. Uh, Stay Reserve, which Stay is reserve. our barrel age line. Yeah, so the tier one and tier two are listed. They're slightly different prices, 
nothing outrageous, but for a full half barrel keg or you know, six barrel, both of those were available on the menu. Um, which some of their their tier twos, at least from what I saw, were more like the double IPAs, the higher alcohol ones. Something you typically expect to pay a little more for. Yep, um, and we kind of cut that off around seven and a half percent. Anything higher than that goes into tier two. Nice. Yeah, and the uh, the double IPA, like I said, uh, the Golden Sword. Maybe I didn't say, but it, it's pretty awesome. I also am trying the Porter here, and the Porter was Baker Street. Um, I don't know if that was off for like Sherlock Holmes or what. I don't know. What, I know you. Somebody said there was an argument going on about the name. Yeah. Uh, so it was coming out around St. Patrick's Day, and uh, one or two people wanted to theme it around that. Um, I'm not a huge fan of seasonal beer names because, yeah. you know, coming from Vinny's, I saw what sales did as soon as that holiday ended. Yeah. Um, Especially so, with a porter. So yeah, we went with something uh, a little more generic that we could keep on for uh, mm -hmm. for spring. I think it's a great spring beer. Yeah. It was an yeah. easy drinker. That was the first one I had here. Yeah, the porter, it's really good. And I, I'm a big fan of porters and, and stouts, too. I like I'm, I, stouts. I can't drink as many because they're just a little heavier, but they're both very similar. Um, but unfortunately, I go to certain places that brew their own beer sometimes. And even, I mean, the stouts are so seasonal. I know she didn't have a stout on tap right now. Um, but at least having a porter on tap at all times would be nice. You know, one of the two, something a little more malty and roasty, you know, that's as always as an option. It's really good to have, I think. And people are always going to want a dark beer, even in the middle of the summer. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm one of them. I, I'll grab porters in the middle of July. So, yeah, so barrel aged Bob, that's all he drinks. Yeah. Well. I, I'll take a 14% uh, barrel aged Imperial Stout on a boat in the middle of July. It's a, it's a delicious beer. You know, delicious beers. Don't need a certain time of the year to drink them. Is what I say. So. Your, your seasons be damned. Yeah. Exactly. Don't need a season for anything. Sometimes you know a lighter beer is good in the summer, but other than that, I think any beer goes good the rest of the year for yeah. this. It doesn't matter. I'm drinking the barrel aged Belgian quad. Mm -hmm. The apricot. You can really smell the the port wine barrel yeah. Yeah. on the nose. That was. I, I want to yeah. say that was the first port wine barrel aged beer that I've had, and it was it was oh. impre it was impressive that I could actually detect the port wine barrel but that it was actually good yeah yeah and you said you're going to cbc uh yeah so the the craft brewers conference out in yes. it's out in washington dc this year so uh mini working vacation for me i know nick's not a craft brewer but i do know you know actually i went to the one in uh, portland <laughs> of course he went <laughs> it was a fun time i feel like um portland's one of those cities portland and san francisco places i've been where i, mm -hmm. I got sad when it was time to leave and i really needed it that trip can't all, you can't see the whole city, everything you want in one trip. No. You, you gotta go back, yeah. so those are fun. Yeah, um, that's a good conference. That's where I learned about, uh, there's seminars on hops and you know, how to, how, to, how to grow your business, how to start a brew pub. There's some informative stuff, but then the parties are really, clearly the parties are where it's at. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's, that's a good time. I haven't been in DC yet. I don't know what kind of drinking time it is. I think, I wanna say the last one was in Philly. Uh, yeah, last year was Philly, this year's DC. Yeah. Um, Those are two cities I haven't been to yet. But, yeah, that's a good conference. We can't let uh, can't let my employers know too much about the parties, though. Otherwise, I oh no, strictly business. Yeah, it's entirely <laughs> entirely it's all about business. Yes. Operation. You have to work. I hear you have to work like twenty hour days at those. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, the parties are only uh, like as you're flying back, you know, so you miss them all. <laughs> right? Absolutely. That's how it is. Yeah, I was telling them we had uh, one. Didn't we have the one from Revolution, those guys, at our party that we had with Nata Craft Brewers Beer? Uh, the Craft Brewers Conference was in 
Chicago, like in 2010. Yeah, yeah and every city makes a beer. Yes. But then when we had our party, didn't we get one of the, the one that was the Oh, top? yeah, you're right. We got the one that was called um, Fiscal Cliff. Yeah, it was Fiscal Cliff. Yeah. Yeah, from, um, it was Rev, Pathfaker, and uh, a brewery in D.C. So do you know what they're doing in D.C. this year? That's a good question. But he wasn't sure. That's a good question, because I know every city does a symposium now. So like when it was in Chicago, um, all the brewers, there were like 12 brewers that went to Goose, Goose, Goose Island. Goose Island? They went to Goose Island. Uh, they, they, they brewed three different beers and then they blended them for the, uh, so like a cuvee for the symposium meal. But every city has like okay. its own, like Portland had like, you know, seven different ones. Yeah. You know, like every city makes a beer for that conference, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Maybe they'll give you some bottles to bring back. I hope so. That'd be awesome. I'm bringing a whole suitcase just to take stuff home. <laughs> so just from talking with you guys a little bit earlier, too, it sounds like you're also just big fans of craft beer, local craft beer in general. Can you tell us a few, yeah. few, of, your, few of your favorites in the sure. area? Uh, uh, you know, the standards at Half Acre and Revolution are, are always up there, but uh, I've been going to Alter and Downers Grove a lot. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think they've been doing some really good stuff. Um, uh, Jeremy and I were down at Noon Whistle for, for one of their releases that, you know, everything we had there was great. Yeah. So there's really not a, a place around that's making bad beer nowadays. Everyone's got, everyone's got great stuff. Have it's you guys fun to see. considered any collaborations with anybody? I'd love to. Uh, I just gotta find someone who wants to also. <laughs> so. Yeah, collaboration is always good, especially since you got both breweries promoting it and selling it. Yeah. And, you know, and usually they're always good beers too, especially you know two breweries that are making good beers. Alter's Tap Room is really awesome too. I yeah. mean, they really, they definitely use some capital to create that, and it, it's a very impressive and really comfortable place to drink. New Whistle is cool too. It's just relaxed, you know, mm -hmm. and chill. Yeah. It's in a parking lot. It's like Wendy's nearby for you know munchies after. And yeah, when I went there, it was really strange. Like it's like, but since there's buildings right out in front, and it's kind of got to go around these other businesses uh -huh. to get to the yeah. main strip. Yeah. And uh, they had a food truck out there. I mean, food trucks are becoming really popular. Like you said, you guys are having some here. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, you know, so people are just getting food at the food truck. Mm -hmm. They had their families there, you know, yeah. and eating that food and, you know, having some beers. And uh, they do crawlers there. Were you guys yeah, going to do anything like that here? Uh, is that so in the future, maybe? The, the plan is to, to start doing cans by summer. Um, I think part of that having the crawler kind of ties that together and, yeah. and people like that uh, you know I can go get a giant can at this place exactly yeah. love crawlers yeah, yeah. Although, so I, I think it's Oscar Blues is uh, the primary seller of mm -hmm. crawler machines now that they buy it by so yeah Oscar Blues has one there's two other companies that are kind of up and coming doing it now too um, so just got to find the one that uh, find the one that'll work for us yeah so. And uh, I noticed we have a beer sitting over here. Yeah. If you want to grab that. Yes, grab so that, that is the anniversary beer we're going to be releasing on the 15th at the party. It's a Imperial Brown Ale. Um, and are you going to sell it in the Bombers? So uh, the party is a, a ticketed event. The, the ticket price gets you a glass, a bottle of the beer, uh, three pours, and then... Um, is it one of these glasses? Uh, it's a 10 ounce kind of nonic style. Okay. Um, and the then, yeah, are brand These are pretty cool glasses in general. I mean, they're not your typical beer glassware, although they do have like the snifters. Um, but yeah, these are like your sampler glasses or small pours. Perfect size if you want to try a bunch, I think. And really cool glasses. And these glasses are a little, you know, it's kind of about the size of a can. 
we're going for that can yeah. effect, even the though we're not doing nice. them yet. Keeps yeah. the liquid in, yeah. maybe. It helps get that aroma, you know, just like uh, another type of glass would. Uh-huh. But, uh, but it's not the typical that you would see. So we are allowed to open this and try this. Absolutely. Excellent. Who's got the bottle of that? I have one in my bag. I have one in my pocket. That's what I was going to ask. It's not the easiest thing to get to. With that, who has a bottle opener? This key is this key is an opener? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was a, it was a, uh, you know, wedding favor. <coughs> a recent, uh, acquisition. It's worked well. Shout out to, uh, Jackie. Key to my Dave. heart. <laughs> so, yeah, pour some of this. Start with the second one. It smells good. It's a brown ale. Uh, yeah, brown ale. So it's got a pretty nice caramel note on there, a little bit of a coffee roast, but not overpowering. What made you decide or whoever decided to go with the brown ale for the anniversary? Um, we already had the Imperial Stout in our lineup. We already had a barley wine in our lineup. So we're trying to come up with something different that, that would still stand out and, and be worthy of a special And you said event. some of this is in the barrels too, right? Yeah, we have a, a two. One's a high rye bourbon, the other one's a rye whiskey. So that'll that'll come out this fall. Yeah, I know. And uh, I mean, even though brown ales in the past weren't necessarily a big thing, I, like Half Acre did a brown ale barrel aged recently, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, Firestone Walker's got yeah, brown ale so there's, now. So there's a lot yeah. more brown ales being barrel aged in the past year, I'd say, than than have you know. Goose Island Clyborne did a couple barrel aged browns too. Yeah. A couple browns. Let's give this a try and see uh, see what we think. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. It, it's it goes down smooth. It's got the sweetness to it. Really the, smooth. The caramelness, like you mentioned. Yeah. It's yeah. The double IPA. That's two of my favorites. Yeah. It's it's an excellent beer. So I'd recommend. Tickets are still available. Absolutely. Uh, either at our website uh, or uh, it's through Eventbrite. Eventbrite. I'm sure you can find it on there. Yeah. So Eventbrite, I know because I've done events myself outside of beer, and Eventbrite gets published. Like a lot of sites pick that up, and you'll see it all over the web. Search for Prairie Crafts in Google. I'm sure they'll find it in Eventbrite. Add Eventbrite in there. Otherwise, put a, we could put a link on the. Yeah, we're gonna have. Uh, oh, yeah. If you have our iPhone app, even though I know I mentioned like three podcasts ago that we're gonna get it updated soon, it hasn't happened yet. But uh, we're gonna we, we're gonna bribe the. Uh, yeah, we're gonna bribe the uh, the developer since yeah. we don't pay him, so he has no real motivation. But we're gonna pay him. Bob just got like 25, 30 NES classics. Um, they actually only got five, but. We're gonna bribe our developer with one of those, possibly. So if he's watching this, he might know he's getting one before he gets one. But it'll be in our app, it'll be on our website. We'll post the event, a link to the event, which will have a link to their website and the ticket uh, website as well. Purchase tickets, come out. It'll be a good event. It's a small, intimate um, tap room. So, you know, get to meet a lot of cool new people, I'm sure. Uh, as that's the biggest, the big thing with the craft brew, craft brewery um, and beer experience is just meeting a lot of new people that enjoy the same things you do at least that's what I find so uh, come on out for their event like I said and if it's if you're watching this and it's already 2018 come out for their second year anniversary so you know because hopefully we're still around by picking, you're picking on that small group of people that's going to watch this in 2018 hey you never know how big this podcast is going to become I know right now we get you know we get a decent amount of views so keep watching us make sure you like um, this video as you're watching right now click that like button and share us with your friends and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
as well if you're not always already Facebook uh, like us on Facebook and Twitter and all the social media outlets Instagram, Instagram. is there Instagram up for this event already right yes there? Instagram there's Twitter, one Facebook. preview post preview post of Instagram oh you know a nice beer on the counter you know backdrop excellent this is my beer it was, it was, it was beer. Well, we need to remove that so it's not yeah. anymore. We can do a selfie in a little bit. That's fun. Selfies. So, no, no, we did it last time. <laughs> I, I see Allie preparing over there. I, I'd, I'd like to hear a little bit, a little bit about upcoming events. Oh, okay. So. There's kind of a lot coming up in terms of like three things are happening in one day pretty soon. Meaning May 6th at the Chicago Beer Classic. There's at least one other event that day at the Schomburg. Beer Fest. Schomburg has a beer fest? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one at the baseball park? Yep. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's yeah, so Schomburg's yeah. Schomburg's at the baseball stadium. Um, and then the, uh, Dirty Nellies in Palatine is having one on the sixth also. Are you guys are you guys involved in any of those? Yeah. We'll be at we'll be at Dirty Nellies and the the beer classic. No, but I, I can't wait it's now. It's still a little too small to do all three in one day. Yeah. The Dirty Nellies one I know. I didn't get a chance to go. Have you gone to the Dirty Nellies one? Yeah, I went to. They they party hard, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dirty Nellies is so a trip. I mean, like, I have like, to because it's in competition with the Chicago Beer Classic. I mean, so we got that on the 6th of May. But before that, of course, we have, you know, April 15th, the anniversary party here. Um, April 7th is Nat National Beer Day. So, you know, like every brewery, maybe a lot of breweries and bars are going to have specials. You, you got you to anticipate have that. Craft Beer Week is coming up in oh, yeah. sometime soon. Yeah, just, you know, I'm, I'm going chronologically. Okay, leave oh my gosh. <laughs> well, okay. I heard May and back uh, to The festival that you, sir, are attending, <laughs> the Lake Zero Craft Beer Fest. I went to that one year. Yeah? It was pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, May 12th and 13th. It's, you know, one of those, you know, unlimited three-ounce sample the things. The year I went, Nick was pouring for Half Acre for some reason. Really? I think that was his ticket in. That's me? So funny. Yeah. You're talking about me? Yeah. You make me? Yeah. I don't remember going to Lake Pouring Street. straight into his That's bowl. a great way to get into these things, guys. Volunteer to pour, and then you just have the leftover. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the other Nick, yeah. I don't know. The other Nick. But here, here's, your, here's your cue here, Nick, because um, then we have... Chicago Craft Beer Week kicked off by Beer on the Glass, which you went to last year. So yeah. can you tell us a little bit about what to expect? Um, well, there's been eight of them, so I haven't been to all eight. Um, it is, I would say, that's probably in the city limits. That might be the best party in the city, I think, yeah. is Beer on the Glass. Yeah, and then oddly enough, like, um, I want to say that Dark Lord Day this year falls the weekend before. Yeah, because they moved it. It's May 13th. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. get that. Yeah. So you got the 13th and then the 18th for this. So that's going to be a pretty ridiculous week. Uh, mm -hmm. Beer in the glass. Uh, what is that? Garfield Park Conservatory. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, so that's a uh, that's a national landmark. It's uh, it's a really cool indoor outdoor yeah. space. Basically, nice a big space. museum for flowers. Like seven different temperate temperate conditions for plants. Uh, you know? Hopefully, Dark Lord Day is better weather this year now that they moved it. Because I know that really helped out Darkness Day up in Minneapolis yeah. by moving it. They moved Darkness Darkness a couple weeks earlier, which made it so much better weather wise. And this year they moved Dark Lord Day two weeks later, I believe, okay. which hopefully does the same for that event. It's always a gamble. I mean, we had 70, it is always we had 70 degrees in February in yeah. Chicago this year. So I mean, two years ago, you never know. know. It was just the last two years at Dark Lord Day that was horrible. Before that, it's always been decent. It was always yeah. good. 2014 yeah. was incredible weather, yeah. Yeah, and it's been like, I mean, it's been cold and windy while you're waiting in line, and then all of a sudden you get in, and then it's like 80 degrees, you know, and sunny. You're like, okay. So you never know what to expect, but 
obviously that's you buy tickets regardless, you know. So last, you guys year, went last year? Yeah. Yeah, I've gone every year since 09. Um White and wax. it's yeah, white wax, yeah. Yeah, which I still have a bottle of every really? year since you said how many? I kinda wanna do a ten year vertical. So maybe we'll do that in the podcast. That's oh, gotta be I don't know if there's a festival that has run longer locally than that festival. Dark Horde Day? I mean Yeah, I know it it gets a lot maybe. of hate too. I think it gets a lot of hate just because of people that can't Get tickets, mm-hmm. um, and the website sucks that they sell tickets through every year. It's horrible. Yeah, but then they get don't crashed on me. They don't really care about <laughs> you, like with regards to like you waiting in line to get bottles. I mean, no, it's, it's a pretty painful experience. Yeah, but it's it's cool. It's, it gets best. better every every year. At least in my mind, something gets better, but then something gets worse. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like oh, now the line moves so much better, but then this part is so much worse. It's it's just it's a give and take every year, but it has improved. Immensely since 09. Big Bear, have you been to Dark Lord? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going this year. Right on. I, I've been every year since uh, 2012. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can't agree more. It's it's just a, it's a great time. I and honestly, the la- the weather last year is I think adds to the charm of it. Yeah. It really it really shows you how dedicated you want to be. Yeah, and last year, me and uh, my buddy Ryan and Bob actually was there. My buddy Ryan, who's out there drinking right now, he's buying some of your beer. He says it's awesome. Uh, we went. Uh, and it was raining and everything the whole time, but we stayed and we we went through all of our drink tickets mm-hmm. as well as some of Bob's because Bob <laughs> came and he had to leave early, so Bob gave us like a whole I sheet of drink tickets. I drink alcohol. Yeah, so we went through all. He of was not too happy. <laughs> we we helped out Bob by using all of his drink tickets. So all yeah. well, and then I went at one of my friends. Uh, actually, I guess I I'm not going to name names, but one of my friends worked there so when I went up he was saving me all the barrel aged variants yeah so and I didn't have to use any tickets so I went up there and got like five beers and I was like oh I didn't even need to use my tickets here you guys go <laughs> are you going this year as like because you're a brewer and you uh, no I mean just I, as a I love the event I'm, yeah. I go on my own as like if I can what groups did you get what group? Uh, I got group A this year oh, nice. nice I got group nice. E unfortunately so I actually can't take credit for that my wife got group A this year I got in the white screen of death but yeah um, but yeah it's going to be a good time I'm are they doing all these crazy variants this time they are last year was the 20th anniversary yeah. so they had all those like weird wine they're doing variants think... this year but you're not guaranteed a variant but yeah. you might get too vintage instead I don't know. I think uh, I don't know if some of the variants got cut down, but I do know there's going to be a French vanilla. I think Muscat barrel aged variant, uh, uh, cherry Muscat barrel aged one. There, there's still going to be a lot of variants, so it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah. They, they always do a good job throwing it up. So we'll usually have a wrap up of that after the event takes place. Whatever our podcast is after that, I'm sure we'll talk immensely about it. Can we fun party? I'd be sad if I couldn't go. Yeah. What's the date of Dark Lord Day this year? May thirteenth. May thirteenth. Yeah, so that's that's a great event always. I'm unfortunately um, on a plane that day. Yeah. Well, it's going to be in what Germany or something? Yeah, yeah. actually, I'll, I'm coming back. I'm going to Germany and then Spain, but yeah, it must be rough. Yeah. It's a hard Terrible. Terrible. They sw- they switched the dates yeah. before I knew. The dates of Dark Lord. So yeah, um, anything else on your list or? Uh, Mayfest Lakeview. And then, and then we get into June, and that's a whole other. I mean, I don't. We'll touch. Yeah, we'll touch on those. So, we'll, we'll touch next. Base, like, so yeah. we will probably have a podcast as of right now. So prepare for next one. Um, we are scheduled to do a podcast with Hot Butcher. Mm-hmm. So Hot Butcher is fairly difficult to get beer right now. It seems, especially if you're in the burbs. Um, but they do make awesome beers. So check us out on our next podcast with that. And like I said, don't forget to like. Uh, the video, subscribe and share it with all your friends, let people know 
that we are here to talk about beer. And unfortunately, that kind of rhymed like an idiot. But, you know, no, it was perfect. It, you got, <laughs> it you got this. So yeah, again, uh, like, subscribe, share. Check us out on every single place you can. Help, uh, help us spread the word. Thanks again for watching. Cheers. Cheers.